Hey everybody, this is Shanika Green with the Ministry of Mom podcast. Today we're going to be talking about self-care, what self-care means, some practices for self-care, and maybe even some things that you didn't quite think about when you think of self-care. So let's get into it. So if you are like me, uh, when I think about self-care, I think about luxury things, right? So for example, going to the spa, getting a massage or getting a mani-pedi, getting um, eyebrows done, which getting your eyebrows done is not luxurious and it's actually quite painful at times, but we do it. So it's something that I would consider self-care. Um, just doing something that's going to be fun, taking a vacation, like really big things. So it's a luxury. When really that's not what self-care is. I mean, it is a part of it, but it's not the actual definition of it. So if you want to know what the definition is, because I'm a nerd, I looked it up for you. So wonder no more. So self-care is the process of taking care of oneself with behaviors that promote health active management of illness when it occurs, physical, mental, and emotional health. Now that's the definition of self-care. Now I forgot where I got this from, but I Googled it. So I'm sure if you Google it, it will come up for you too. But one thing, two items actually that I didn't see on the self-care list that I think are really important are spiritual and then social, so the social aspect too. So we know our, our emotional health is vitally important. And I, I stress that and I probably shouldn't say stress when I'm talking about emotional health. But I talk about that a lot and it's something that I'm really passionate about is making sure that our emotional health is in check. I tend to think that emotional and social and spiritual health kind of go hand in hand. Not that you can't have one without the other, like I'm sure that you can, but I know for me personally, it's really difficult. Um, In this episode, we're going to get a little bit more personal about like what I do for self-care and my perspective of it. And by all means, if you have a different perspective of what self-care is, comment it. I want to hear, like comment on the podcast. I want to hear what your perspective is so I can take that into consideration. So if you know me, you know I'm very inquisitive. I love different perspectives and I love to learn. So hit me up with it. But whatever you got, I want to know. But for me personally, self-care does have to entail my spiritual health. So I know there are times and I'm not going to talk about anybody else. But for me, there are times if I haven't prayed for a couple of days, you know, like, and I don't mean bless your, we bless our food or we say the quick prayer, you know, as our eyes are closing, but we want to make sure that a prayer, you know, is said before we end the day, not those types of prayers, like some actual intentional prayers. So if I haven't done that for a couple of days, or if I have not been in my Bible, um, daily, say it's been a couple, like it is an immediate shift. So I don't know about anybody else. But I am very much raggedy, very raggedy um, when I have not done those things, when I'm not praying consistently, when I'm not in my Bible consistently, 
when I'm watching too much TV or listening to too much um, music that's not really like glorifying God. We raggedy. 48 hours. That's all it takes for me. I don't know about anybody else, but 48 hours, it's not looking great. So that's something that I have to put into my self-care is making sure, even if it's just five minutes, um, I've said in the previous podcast that my schedule can be insane and it can be, but I also believe that we really do make time for what is important to us. And so even if it's five to 10 minutes, I have to get a prayer in and I have to do some form of a, a Bible study. So maybe that morning I'm reading a scripture, but that's something I know is going to help me down the road where I may not be getting so frustrated as easily when people um, do things that I don't necessarily agree with or in my favorite place in traffic. Um, I cannot stand um, people who don't like signal in their cars that's where I, that's where I get got that's where that's where I become raggedy or you just cut off and there's not there's nothing happening we turn and there's nothing happening I don't like it and so I have to make sure that I'm in my word and praying so that way I can be just you know a little bit more calm and cool and collected because otherwise I may not be those things so that's something that's super important to me And then also something that is um, important to me is being social, like being around friends. And it's been extremely hard to be around friends in an entire pandemic, right? So it's lasted a lot longer than I think any of us really thought that it would. And I am very introverted. So I thought, you know, like this is terrible, like so much is happening, but I kind of like to be by myself. And what I have learned throughout this pandemic is that there has to be time limits, right? On how much time I'm spending by myself versus with people. And even being introverted, I still crave to socialize. Like I just, there's something, an energy, a vibe when I'm able to be around and not just anybody, but people who are safe spaces, people who bring energy to me, who are positive, that are uplifting um, that are confident in their truth and they're confident in our friendships um, and building relationships and it is mutual. So I thrive in those friendships and around those people. Um, so I do have to make sure that I'm not just by myself because it's easy for me to do that. And I may not want to leave the house, which is a thing. I really, I don't want to leave my house. But me not wanting to leave the house is going to put me in a state where now I feel lonely. Now I am craving this attention or I am craving, not attention, but relationship, you know, like a camaraderie. So when I'm craving that, then I don't feel as good. And so being around, and I'm not saying everybody because I'm still introverted. I love everybody. But when I want to go spend time being around the people that I love and I know love me and that they support me and I support them, it brings me joy and it brings me peace and it um, like re-energizes me. So that's something that I need to do on a fairly consistent basis. And it's not something that I would do 
every single day, but at least once a week, even if it's a a pop in, I like to pop in in people's offices or they will pop in in mine. That's very helpful to me. So I really enjoy that. So that's something that I need for self-care. Um, I also wanted to get into something that would be an emotional form of self-care that I think we tend to sleep on. And I think it's becoming more and more credible. I would say specifically in the black community, like it's not as shunned, which is therapy, um, which can be a luxury. I think that therapy should be something that is provided to everyone, regardless of background and um, economic status. I just, I really do. Um, It has been so helpful to me. Um, If you've been following me for a while, you know, I talk a lot about um, anxiety um, and being able to work through those things and having someone to work through that with me, or especially if you have to deal with a trauma, right? Because that's emotional health. So if we're walking around with a lot of trauma um, and it's not, we're not dealing with it, then that means that that trauma is dealing with us. Um, And when our trauma deals with us, it is often in a negative impact. So it's going to negatively impact somebody else, or it's going to oftentimes negatively impact ourselves. So it'll impact the way that we can grow and develop um, into adulthood, how we communicate. Um, do we repress our emotions or do we repress what we are going to say of in fear of abandonment? Or do we, is it, are we easily triggered um, by people saying things that we don't like? Are we quick to go off on people? Um, and oftentimes I don't think that it's easy just to say someone has an anger issue. I think someone has a trauma issue um, that they haven't learned how to properly deal with. So I believe that therapy is hands down one of the top contenders for an emotional health form of self-care. Another form of self-care, I believe, for our emotional and and physical health would be getting adequate sleep. I don't know about y'all. I can tell tell y'all about me. When I don't get enough sleep, it shows. And not just in the fact that I'm tired. I'm forgetful if I haven't got enough sleep. And I'm grumpy. Like, I do not want to be bothered. I don't want people to talk to me. I don't want to fool with anybody. Basically, outside of my house. And honestly, inside the house. If I haven't had enough sleep, I don't want to deal with Tippy, which is my dog. I don't want to deal with... Um, my child and and guess what I still have to whether I have sleep or not I still have to cook and make sure that my son eats a a semi-balanced meal I have to make sure that the dog is taken out I still have to clean I still have to go to work I still have to do ministry so me not getting sleep doesn't stop me from having to do things it just prevents me from doing those things to the capacity that I could or in the way that I should be doing them So that's one thing, and that's one thing I'm working on. I'm not quite there yet, y'all. I'm doing better than I was a while ago, but we're still striving to get to seven or eight hours of sleep. But we're at a a strong five to six 
every night, which is I'm getting more than I was, which is that's saying a lot. <laughs> so I hope that you're getting more sleep um, as well. Um, I want to kind of move us along too, to uh, physical health. We talked about a little bit emotional and mental health, but I want to talk a little bit more about physical health. Um, if you listen to uh, the podcast with um, Ariel from AirFit, we talked a lot about um, fitness and not just fitness as in you need to work out, which is the right. Um, find some form of physical activity. But we also talked about a lot of the, the challenges and how to say the difference between saying motivated and consistent. Um, but physical health in this regard, we want to talk about just moving our body. And so moving your body could be, and this is based on your fitness level. So base it off of your fitness level, what you have been doing, what's realistic for your lifestyle. So if you spend most of your time at work, maybe use one of your breaks or a little bit of your lunch and go for a short walk. Just some physical activity. If you love to dance, maybe take a dance class. Um, run on a treadmill, use the elliptical, get into weightlifting. Weightlifting has been a great source um, of stress relief for me, um, which is going to tie into my emotional and mental health, but then it's also my physical health as well. Like it's made me stronger and it makes me, my body feel more capable. And if I feel stronger and I know my body is more capable, now I just feel, I feel great about what I'm doing right now and so that's something that I'm going to continue to pour into but let's say you're like Shanika I don't have money for a gym membership I have a couple things for you one if you have Blue Cross Blue Shield and this is for people who have insurance they have a perk where I believe it is $30 a month where you can probably get into a lot of different gems. So go check that out if you have Blue Cross Blue Shield. Um, That's a perk that's available to you. And these are really good gems that you can get into for $30 a month. And if you say, I don't have $30 a month for no gem, girl, I've been there. So let's, let's look at some resources other than just outside. There's YouTube. So we can do YouTube. We can do... Um, some workout DVDs, maybe a group. If you're at a church, I know my church used to have this. We had a fitness group. So we had a, it was a group of women and we would go walk at the mall or we would have um, different instructors come in and teach classes. So that way it wasn't just on one person to make a payment. Now it's a shared payment. Um, if you say, and I'm going to go down the list because I really want you to think about self-care and how to really take care of yourself physically. I think that we often neglect physical self-care because it's just something that we maybe don't want to do, but it will lengthen your life. And so that's something that I really do believe is a a great form of self-care. And so if you're like, I don't have a group that I can work out with. I don't have the money for the gym. I don't have the time for this. If you have Wi-Fi or if you have the the internet, even if you don't have that, say you're in a place where you don't have good service. The library, 
has DVDs. And a lot of them are fitness DVDs. You can change your DVD. You can change your workout every single week. So when I'm telling you guys that when you want to do something, you're going to do it. Um, And I don't want to just say that as a blanket statement. um, Because sometimes we want to do things and mentally we're not there. So I'm not saying this for people who are mentally in the space where that's too much pressure on yourself. Right? This is you are pretty good mentally and this is maybe a financial block where you're not able to work out or you think you don't have the time to um five minutes and that five minutes will grow so that is my challenge um, for self-care in the physical aspect as far as the emotional or mental aspect say you are not able to do therapy right maybe it just it costs you much and i i get that like therapy it costs money to be in therapy and I don't say that lightly because just 10 years ago seven years ago I would not have been able to afford that either so I know that that is unfortunately it is a luxury but here are some things that we can do we can look at different books on dealing with trauma right and so we can read that make sure it's credible like let's look the people up Um, You can look for support groups. Look for, if you're a a member of a church, talk with your pastor. Let's see if he has some resources. Um, Is there members of the church who may have the same issues? Let's form a group where we can talk about it Um, and talk about like our traumas. And that way it is a free service, but you're able to still speak to somebody. Um, Practice proper nutrition right so making sure that we've eaten and when I say proper nutrition I want you to eat as healthy as possible that's not what I mean right now when I say proper nutrition I mean making sure that you eat a meal so let's not continue to go 10 and 12 hours and the only thing we've had is a cup of coffee because I've been there too and that's not okay like you're existing off of coffee or you've had a donut or a granola bar or a banana like eat eat real food like eat enough that's going to keep you sustained do your favorite activity um do you like to color do you like to watch shows let's work that into our day where we can have a favorite activity in there as well um if you have if you have some extra cash go to the spa If maybe you have some money, but you don't have enough to do everything that you want to do, go to Groupon. Look and see what's on Groupon. Um, Or split. I said split. Or go to Pro Tip. If you want a spa day and you do not have the funds to do so, depending on your area, there are usually schools that are training. And it's going to be at a significantly lower cost and you can still get the services that you desire. So look into that as well. Like there will be a cosmetology school and usually the cosmetology school has like um, a program for estheticians. So if you want a facial or, you know, a scrub, they usually have like massage therapy. So look into the cosmetology school in your area. Um, The last thing I wanted to talk about was basic self-care. And this is for people 
who, like myself, have experienced immense anxiety, right? Like hard pressure anxiety. Maybe you've been in a, a long depression and it's you've fought your way out of it. And if you are fighting a way out of it or you have fought your way out of it, I am so proud of you. And I am so excited to see um, the new season that you're going to go into. Um, if you are in the thick of it, this message is especially for you. And I don't mean this in a condescending way. I mean this in a way where I understand it's hard to do. And so it's going to sound really simple to anyone who's never been in this position. But those who have will get it. Let's start with just brushing our teeth. Right? That's a form of self-care. Like we're going to take care of ourselves. That's one thing that we can do today to take care of ourselves is we're going to brush our teeth. We're going to take a shower. We're going to wash our hair. And we're going to put on clean clothes. We're not going to go into laundry or any other duties that we may have. We're going to do basic. So we're going to brush our teeth. And once we brush our teeth, we may have some momentum. After we have that momentum, we're going to take a shower. While we're in the shower, we are going to wash our hair. And once we're done washing our hair, we can be, you can be done. If you have some energy and you want to keep going, clean the dresser off in your room or clean a corner in your room, clean a space in your room and continue to grow and to build. But just start with one thing and that one thing will grow. And if the only thing that you do is that you got up out of the bed and you decided you were gonna just get up and move around, that's self-care too. Because you're still trying and you're still going. So we're gonna shoot to brush our teeth and build the list up. Um, I understand how hard just brushing your teeth can be or how hard just getting out of bed can be. So I'm proud of you for taking that step to take care of yourself in that manner. So if you want a recap of what we talked about for self-care today, it's just to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves holistically. It doesn't have to be something that's a luxury, although it can be, but it's just really taking care of ourselves, doing the things that sometimes we don't want to do, like working out or eating a salad. Um, I know... I recently got into salads, but I was never really a salad girl. Um, But finding a vegetable that we really like, making sure that we're taking care of our spirit and our emotional health, and then we're taking care of our mental health. I mentioned some different resources throughout this podcast um, for those who may be a little bit tighter on cash. And I will consistently try to make sure that I get you those resources Um, Because I also know what it's like to be low on cash and to be strapped and you don't have it. Um, And I'm going to be very honest. It does not feel good um, when you want to do things that are luxurious and you just do not have the funds to do so. So use those tips. The library is one of the best sources that I can tell you. I worked out with those workout DVDs 
for a long time. I did meal preps off of books from the library and doing research for a long time. Um, It was not the best, (laughs) Um, but we made do with what we had. So I would say to you, do the best with what you have, make do with what you have, and in due season, more will come your way. So make sure that you are taking care of yourself holistically um, and then you'll be able to pour into others. So just remember that you cannot pour from an empty cup. You want to pour from your overflow. This has been the Ministry of Mom. I hope that you have enjoyed this podcast. Please catch me next week on Wednesdays. New episodes will drop. Have a good one, y'all.